in my experience going through Costco, it really inspired me to not only create this Costco-specific buyer's guide, but also create this podcast episode to help you shop at any local store you have access to. So grocery shopping shouldn't be a trip filled with confusion and frustration. You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, and I am your host and wealthy mentor, Dr. Michelle. My mission is to empower conscientious women entrepreneurs to create a life full of abundance, purpose, health, wealth, and joy. In this podcast, you'll learn how to elevate your health, lifestyle, and surroundings so you can tap into your power, show up more confidently, and focus on what really matters, sharing your gifts, better serving your clients, and showing up even more for the people you love. This is today's businesswoman, the wealthy woman. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Woman Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Organo. So adding reishi-infused coffee and tea has been one of the best things I've done in the past year to upgrade my health. Reishi is one of the most scientifically researched herbs on the planet. I studied it for years in school, and it's one of the most powerful adaptogens. It has benefits like uh, immune boosting, stress relief, liver protection and regeneration, improved circulation, energy boosting, protection against radiation, free radicals, and other environmental stressors. It has anti-inflammatory effects, and it's loaded with antioxidants. You know, a lot of women hear mushrooms and think that this product's going to taste bad, but it's seriously delicious. I literally drink it every single day. So if you want to try some for yourself, grab some samples at wealthywoman.co forward slash organo. That's O-R-G-A-N-O. All right. Hey there and welcome back. I am your host, Michelle, and today I want to chat with you about how to decode the grocery store and shop like a wealthy woman. So for those of you who follow my Instagram stories, if you don't, by the way, what are you doing? <laughs> Go follow me right now, wealthywoman.co. Um, but you know that I recently put together a conscious shopper's guide for Costco wholesale stores. Um, I didn't dive into you know specific uh, nutritional advice or anything. So you're going to see some products there with gluten, dairy, eggs, and even some soy on the list. Um, so I'm going to leave that up to you to make your own decision. You're a grown-ass woman, right? So you make the final choice, but if you do want to dive into a more personalized nutrition plan based on your metabolic type um, and digestive health status, then let me know, okay? So in my guide, which I'm going to link to in the show notes here, I go into pantry items, beverages, fridge and freezer items, snacks, treats, options for kiddos, uh, your home, like home products, and also products for your pets. It's awesome. So definitely get your hands on it. All right. So to be honest, I live in a health food store bubble, meaning outside of New Seasons, which is our local health food store chain here in the Pacific Northwest, uh, you know, local Portland food co-ops, Whole Foods, and natural grocers, I rarely, rarely go to conventional grocery stores. But... 
I recently signed up for a Costco membership and I'm not affiliated with Costco in any way, shape or form, but I remember going to Costco as a kid and people are always gabbing about their screaming deals, right? So I decided to give it a shot. But before I like committed to a membership, I wanted to get a tour of the store to really make sure that they actually had products that I would buy and eat, right? I'm a smart, conscious consumer, (laughs) right? Um, I assume you are too or are aspiring to be so. So in my experience going through Costco, it really inspired me to not only create this Costco-specific buyer's guide, but also create this podcast episode to help you shop at any local store you have access to. So grocery shopping shouldn't be a trip filled with confusion and frustration, right? So once, uh, you know, I got past all the electronics and the household goods and the booze, uh, we got to the produce section. Um, and by the way, I actually saw some pretty cool stuff like a Vitamix, a Blendtec, uh, Pyrex food storage containers, things like that, that I'm actually a total fan of. Um, so that was really, really, really cool. But back to the produce, let's get into the grocery section, right? So back to the produce any store you go to has a produce section, right? So start here. Start your shopping here. The first thing to think about when you're in the produce section is to check your dirty dozen and clean 15 lists and use these as guides until you know them kind of by heart. These are lists that are generated each year from the Environmental Working Group or EWG and They basically bring awareness around which fruits and vegetables have the most and the least amount of chemical spraying. So things like pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and other chemical toxins that can accumulate in our body, causing issues with hormonal imbalances, inflammation, basically a whole host of other things, right, that we don't want to deal with. Um, And of course, you know, if you can, always choose organic because it not only has increased nutrient density due to the fact that the plant has actually had to fend off bugs and disease with its own defenses. So its its defenses are actually those really powerful phytonutrients that are uh, beneficial to our health. But, you know, on top of that, it also helps support the environment and local sustainable farming practices, right? It's like a win-win-win. Um, also side note, check your basket. Just make sure you have all the colors of the rainbow in your basket. You don't have to eat all the colors every single day, but just make sure that every time you go to the grocery store, you get that broad spectrum. So you know, you're getting a good variety of plant compounds and phytonutrients. Okay. So as of 2019, so as of this year, the dirty dozen or the top 12 fruits and vegetables with the most spraying, also known as the 12 fruits and vegetables you want to always purchase organic, are strawberries, spinach, kale, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, and potatoes. Number 13 is actually hot peppers, so I get those organic too. Uh, What can I say? (laughs) It's the overachiever in me. Um, You know, If it's not on this list, on this Dirty Dozen list, you can probably get by with purchasing conventionally grown varieties, but just be aware that it's still uh, being sprayed, okay? So 
Something else to take note of is when eating out, it's really difficult to count on organic produce unless it's, you know, really clearly uh, defined in the menu that something's organic. So just have your lists available. They have them in app form, so you can have it right on your phone. Um, but just have it in front of you when you're ordering or when you're looking over the menu and try to choose produce items that are on the clean 15 when you're eating out. Okay. So one thing I noticed as I was kind of going up and down each and every food aisle in Costco is that there are some really confusing labels out there. I don't know if you felt this, but like, you know, the word natural, for example, is rampant and it it can be really, really, really misleading, especially when you're trying to choose the best products for you and your family, right? Like, I hate to break it to you, but the word natural doesn't mean a damn thing. Like, literally, it doesn't mean anything about the quality of the product at all. I also saw a lot of products that try to catch the health conscious consumer's eye by having green and white boxes or logos. This is brilliant marketing, but again, it can be super, super misleading, okay? The key, like always and forever, is read the ingredients list. I'm not talking about the nutrition facts. I literally, I could care less about the nutrition facts. I'm talking about the specific ingredients in any packaged food item you buy. You know, even if it seems super simple, like a bag of nuts, read the ingredients. Like sometimes there are nasty preservatives, color enhancers, or other toxic chemicals that we just don't need to be exposing our bodies to. Okay. Now your packaged food doesn't have to be a hundred percent organic, but when it's not, be sure to check for non-GMO labels on the box. And again, check the ingredient labels. If it's a packaged food item that has, uh, you know, fruits or vegetables inside of it, cross check that ingredients list with your dirty dozen list. Okay. If it's on the list, then make sure that your product is organic. If it's not on the list, then it's probably okay. All right. So keep in mind also that no artificial preservatives, colors, or flavors are ever allowed in organic food, like certified organic packaged foods, but there are still close to 40 synthetic substances that can be used in organic packaged foods. So are these 40 synthetic substances safe? Good question. So according to the EWG, the Environmental Working Group that makes the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, um, federal regulators and independent experts have to screen these substances before approving their use in organic packaged foods. And these ingredients are only permitted if there's no natural or organic alternative. Pretty cool, right? So Ingredients that have an adverse effect on human health are prohibited from use in organic packaged foods as are synthetic ingredients that adversely affect the environment. In addition, synthetic ingredients added to organic packaged foods must be reviewed by these independent and government experts every five years to ensure that they continue to meet these strict standards. And when you're reading these labels on the certified organic packaged foods, you can actually pronounce pretty much all of those ingredients. I can't say the same for non-organic packaged foods, okay? So no, you don't have to 
always get the organic packaged foods, but I definitely recommend it, especially if you're trying to decrease your overall toxic load. Okay. So aside from the dirty dozen and choosing organic whenever possible, another thing I always, always, always look out for are GMOs. So this is something I find a lot of doctors, practitioners, and even some nutritionists overlook, but it's so incredibly important, not just for our digestive health and the potential to exacerbate leaky gut or intestinal permeability, but also because GMOs play a huge part in hormonal disruption. So since GM crops, genetically modified crops, are modified to tolerate loads of pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides, which we then eat, we end up ingesting chemical estrogens or xenoestrogens that can really throw off our hormonal balance. Okay, these chemical estrogens end up binding to hormonal receptor sites and either blocking or disrupting the function of our own natural hormones. So really not good and definitely one of the underlying factors of hormonal imbalances that I find. Okay, so that being said, I want to give you four simple ways to avoid GMOs. One, first, buy organic whenever possible. Organic automatically equals non-GMO, which makes it easy, right? Second, look for non-GMO verified labels, okay? They're like blue and green. They're pretty obvious. They're usually on the front. Um, Third, avoid known GMO foods. So things like corn, soy, canola, cottonseed, aspartame, gross anyway, right? Uh, Sugar that's not listed as 100% sugar cane, Um, can be sugar beets, which do fall under the GM category. And unfortunately, about half of Hawaiian papaya is GM, okay? And a small amount of zucchini and yellow squash. So I would get those organic to really cover your bases, okay? And then fourth, there's a few apps that are out there to make your life easier. The um, Institute for Responsible Technology is a great resource um, of information on GMOs. Cool. Okay. Lastly, I want to talk about animal products because they're not listed on the Dirty Dozen or the Clean 15, but they are super, super, super important. Animal products matter a lot, like a lot more than the produce, because if you think about an animal, uh, like a chicken or cow, right, they eat food. And so that food needs to be clean. Otherwise, they end up accumulating toxins in their tissues or in their eggs that we then eat. Okay, so dairy. Ideally, you want to go for raw, grass-fed, organic whenever possible. This goes for milks and cheeses. Also, ghee is a really delicious alternative to butter, and it doesn't have the dairy proteins in it. Eggs. Ideally, you want them to be pastured. If you have any access to legit farm eggs, that would be the best. Like we have chickens and we eat their eggs. They're totally pastured and it's awesome. Um, But for the pastured eggs, you might not see organic or non-GMO labels on there, but that's okay. It just means that the hens are kind of out and about doing their thing all day. You know, they're eating bugs and seeds, whatever else they, you know, love to eat, but they're not being confined to any type of pen and they're not force fed any GM corn all day. All right. So if you can't find pastured eggs, the next best is USDA organic. Okay. So chicken. Short answer, (laughs) buy directly from your farmer or farmer's market 
whenever possible. This kind of goes for any meat, like honestly, but there are a few things I want to touch on with chicken. So remember how I was telling you that the word natural doesn't mean anything on packaged foods? Well, the same goes with chicken. The terms humanely raised and natural are not really regulated, so they don't mean what you would think they would mean. I know it's super, super, super frustrating. So another um, misleading term out there is no added hormones. So when you're shopping for chicken or any type of poultry, really know that growth hormones have already been banned from poultry production. The same is true for cage-free on chicken because only chickens raised for eggs can be caged. Does that make sense? So all chicken meat has been raised without hormones and is cage-free. So they're just using those terms as another brilliant marketing strategy to give you, you know, that good, warm, fuzzy feeling (laughs) about their chicken, all right? So what you want to look for is one, Animal Welfare Approved, or AWA. This label ensures independent certification, okay, that the chickens were raised on sustainable pasture-based family farms. These chickens are healthier and more nutritious because they have higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, You can also look for global animal partnership. I would choose step four or above. You can look for certified humane and certified organic. So unfortunately, with certified organic chicken, It can be raised in factory farm conditions and still have this label. Again, super, super, super frustrating. So basically that means that they weren't raised any more humanely than conventional chickens. However, they were raised without routine antibiotics and genetically modified food which is good. Organic chickens also have to be given access to the outdoors. So if you see, you know, the certified organic label, also look for the animal welfare approved, certified humane, or the global animal partnership labels. Good? All right. So I know it's a little bit complicated, but I'm trying to help you out here. All right. So when it comes to red meat like beef, Look for 100% grass-fed organic varieties and steer clear of grain-fed or even grain-finished meats. Um, Grain-fed meats tend to be more inflammatory due to the higher omega-6 content, okay? Ideally, I love getting more gamey meats, things like grass-fed lamb, bison, venison, and goat. You can get these at some supermarkets, but the best place is definitely your farmer's market. There are also some online meats meat delivery options out there as well. So definitely look those up. Um, And if you don't know, like definitely check with the farm or the farmer, you know, if you're curious about their practices. It's a great way to get more connected with your food and really where your food comes from. Okay, that can be really empowering. Okay, lastly, uh, fish. So always choose smaller wild caught varieties. I love making a sardine salad in place of tuna salad, right? Tunas are like these gigantor fish and so they accumulate a lot of toxins, 
right? So that's why they're kind of known to have higher levels of mercury and other toxic metals, okay? So sardines, give them a try. (laughs) Honestly, they're pretty good. Um, And then, you know, I keep my larger fish, like wild-caught salmon, which is still not like a monster fish, but it's a, I mean, it's a good-sized fish, but I keep that to a minimum throughout the month. So maybe I'll only have that, you know, two or three times throughout the month. All right, so I hope that that was helpful in summary. So number one, Use the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15 list to shop for produce. Number two, for packaged foods, always check the ingredient labels and get certified organic when possible. Number three, avoid GMOs completely. Uh, And I gave you some tips so you can review those. Uh, Number four, look for raw grass-fed and organic dairy. Number five, look for pastured or USDA certified organic eggs. Six, look for animal welfare approved, global animal partnership, or certified humane chicken. Seven, look for 100% grass-fed and organic beef. Eight, experiment with some different game meats for added nutrient variety. And number nine, choose smaller wild-caught varieties of fish whenever possible. All right, if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you love. Take a screenshot of you listening. I would love to know what you think about the episode. Also, be sure to download your very own Costco shopping guide at wealthywoman.co forward slash Costco. Also, if you're feeling drawn to work together one-on-one, I encourage you to check out my wealth activation program. And if it feels in alignment for you, definitely book a wealth strategy session. I only have two spots available for the month of April, so I would love to see if you're the right fit. You can check out that program by going to wealthywoman.co forward slash activation. All right, tune in next week for more awesome and actionable info, and I will chat with you then. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another transformational episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? (laughs) You know my mission is to help inspire and empower women to share their gifts, better serve their clients, and show up even more for the people they love. So if you enjoyed this episode, leave an awesome review so more women can find us and join us in creating a life of wealth.